0: RTHK, the news at one with Barry O'Rourke. The headlines. The Ombudsman says the buildings department needs to ramp up enforcement actions against village houses in the new territories with illegal structures. Five people are to be prosecuted over the death of a security guard who was crushed by a car park gate last August. And unionist lawmakers are urging the government to be cautious about importing workers. The ombudsman says the administration is not acting fast enough in taking enforce- enforcement action against illegal structures on village houses. The government watchdog says over the past decade, authorities have managed to screen fewer than half of the villages in the new territories and it may take another decade to complete all the inspections. Ombudsman Winnie Chu says the buildings department should target the most serious violations and repeat offenders first.
1: Even though the enforcement action has been stepped up, but we are concerned about the compliance rate. If the compliance of the removal order is not as high as expected or should be, then there sends a message that whether that uh, prosecution enforcement policy is credible. Uh, Hence, we advise uh, the uh, department to focus on its strategy, review uh, the strategy based on the last decades of experience.
0: Despite last year's high-profile clean-up operations, the government watchdog says there's still work to be done to combat the illegal occupation or obstruction of streets. It acknowledged the joint efforts of the hygiene authorities and police in some black spots, but said the scaling up of these efforts is vital. Ombudsman Winnie Chu says the operations carried out demonstrated how seizing items stored or on sale in public spaces can prevent offenders from doing it again.
1: The FHD should be given the uh, legislative power to also detain and seize and confiscate obstructive goods like the police. So it doesn't have to depend on the police all the time in terms of such enforcement action so that they can have a more flexible approach
0: the Ombudsman also says the average penalty of around $1,000 is insufficient to stop serious violations and repeat offenders, and suggested a progressive fine. The Labor Department has initiated prosecutions against five people over the death of a security guard last August. She died when a car park gate toppled on top of her, as Hayley Yip reports. The department announced the prosecutions following the completion of its investigation into the death of the 43-year-old guard who was crushed by the falling gate at the Yaomate Maternal and Child Health Center. It said the five suspects have been charged under the Occupational Safety and Health Ordinance. A spokesman said the department will strictly enforce the law and do its utmost to protect the occupational safety and health of employees. The female guard was working at the entrance to the Yaomate Clinic when the gate, measuring 4.7
1: by 2.5 metres, toppled on top of her. She sustained multiple injuries and was rushed to Queen Elizabeth Hospital, where she was pronounced dead.
0: Lawmaker Bill Tang from the Federation of Trade Unions says he hopes the government will ensure local workers aren't negatively affected by its talent schemes. He was commenting after a Legislative Council antechamber meeting with government officials yesterday, where Secretary for Labour Chris Sun said Hong Kong's top talent scheme had received over 10,000 applications, with over 70% being approved. Some unionist lawmakers urged the government to be cautious about importing workers, including Mr. Tang.
1: Trade union is quite that if the government and the society and the employer just want to import, Many and many labor and employees overseas or from Greater Bay Area is too easy. The uh, employer will not consider to improve local employees' salary or other conditions.
0: A tourism professor has welcomed the recovery in the sector but is warning authorities not to encourage mass tourism. Since dropping quarantine restrictions, visitor numbers to Hong Kong tripled in January from December. Professor Haiyan Song from Polytechnic University said Hong Kong arrival numbers should reach pre-pandemic levels by mid-next year. But he said authorities should aim to attract high-end tourists, provide quality services and consider the sustainability of Hong Kong as an international destination. Once tourism increases so drastically, it also brings certain pressure to Hong Kong, for example, traffic congestion, crowded uh, and so on and so forth, actually also cause many other negative impacts, for example, in carbon emissions and also wastage, and so on and so forth. So I think the industry should be careful. Welcoming tourism is a good thing, but at the same time, we should consider sustainability. A U.S. federal agency has warned that the country is in danger of defaulting on its payment obligations as soon as July, unless Congress agrees to raise the amount the government can borrow. The Republicans are refusing to back the Biden administration's call to increase the permitted debt level unless it agrees to steep spending cuts. President Biden has said he will not accept their demands.
2: Some of our Republican friends in the House are talking about taking the economy hostage over the full faith and credit of the United States. They say, unless I accept their economic plans, which is totally irresponsible, they're not going to pay the national debt, which took 200 years to accumulate. And I made it clear in the State of the Union, I will not negotiate whether or not we pay our debt. I will not allow this nation to default.
0: The president of the World Bank says he will step down from his post in June, almost a year before his term was due to end. David Malpass did not say why he was leaving early. During his tenure, he was rebuked by the Biden administration after he said he didn't know if fossil fuels were driving climate change. He later apologized for his remarks. The former U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, has outlined the main themes of her bid to win the Republican nomination for the presidency. At her first campaign event, she told cheering crowds in South Carolina that the economy, education, immigration and tackling crime were among her priorities.
1: We have too many families paying too much for groceries. Too too many mothers searching frantically for baby formula. And too many children who are so far behind in the classroom, they may never get ahead. We have too much crime on our streets and too few police and border patrols.
0: A court in the United States has sentenced a white teenager to life in prison without parole for killing 10 black people at a supermarket in New York State last year. Peyton Gendron was 18 at the time of the attack. He'd driven more than 300 kilometers to a predominantly black area and had posted a racist manifesto online. His lawyer, Brian Parker, spoke at a news conference after the sentencing.
2: What we heard in court today from the survivors and their families was heart-wrenching. Their loss is unimaginable. Our client committed these terrible crimes, he has been held accountable, and will suffer the consequences for what he did. The case highlights a much deeper problem. This young man's violent, hate-fueled assault was in part the product of centuries of pervasive racism and discrimination in this country.
0: A World Health Organization report has concluded that a third of prisoners in Europe suffer from mental health problems. The findings are based on a survey across 36 European countries. The BBC's Alison Roberts has the details.
2: Mental health disorders were the most prevalent condition among the 600,000 or so people incarcerated in Europe in 2020, at 33% of inmates, the study found. Suicide was the most common cause of death. Against that backdrop, the WHO's regional director called for greater investment in continuity of care, since only half of countries ensure access to community health services for prisoners on their release. There are also concerns about overcrowding in prisons, a problem in one in five countries.
0: Officials in India have expressed concern over the high number of tigers that have been found dead this year. So far, 24 of the endangered cats have perished. The majority of the deaths are said to be due to natural causes, but officials say they'll investigate to make sure the animals are not being poached. There are only around 3,000 tigers left in the whole of India. The Hollywood actress Raquel Welch, who was often credited with paving the way for modern-day action heroines, has died. She was 82. Welch became an international sex symbol in the 1960s and is widely remembered for playing a bikini-clad cavewoman in the 1966 film One Million Years B.C. Raquel Welch later said it was difficult to avoid being typecast as an international sex symbol and sometimes she felt she was treated without enough respect, like in this interview with John Tidmarch in 1977.
2: Do you think you're going to be a great actress, Wanda? I really don't know. I can't forecast the future.
1: Is that your ambition?
2: Um, I would like to work in parts that uh, I'm interested in. And somehow I just don't think that this interview is really very definitive. And seems very supercilious and superficial, all the questions, if you don't mind me saying so. I don't mind you saying so. You haven't actually answered many of the questions, have we? No, I? because I think they're presupposed. You try to put words in my mouth. I'm
0: sorry about that. They weren't meant to be But no need
2: to be sorry. That's just the way it is. <laughs> Goodbye.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye. To sports, the head coach of the Hong Kong Triathlon National Squad says the upcoming Asia Triathlon will be a good fitness test. Andrew Wright said the team was focusing on the training for the event and not the result, as their biggest race will be the Asian Games in September.
2: It's a great opportunity
0: for them to test their fitness over winter. This race is very early in the year for us, so we're not at peak fitness, and it's important that we have been focusing on our training rather than focusing on the result in this race. Our biggest race of the year is Asian Games in September, so trying to be at peak fitness all year round is not really a possibility. Mm. But in saying that, there are Olympic points on the line in this race and the athletes are fit, then we're looking forward for them to test themselves against the competitors from overseas. To football news, where we start with a top-of-the-table clash in the English Premier League.
2: Another goal for Manchester City now will win it. De Bruyne plays it back. Hard! Turns and shoots! It's 3-1, and that has finished the deal for Manchester City here at Arsenal tonight.
0: Manchester City have replaced Arsenal at the top of the table with that 3-1 win at the Emirates. Kevin De Bruyne put the visitors ahead before Bukayo Saka equalised from the penalty spot. But Jack Grealish and Erling Haaland then scored to put City on top on goal difference, having played a game more than Arsenal. City boss Pep Guardiola says this was a game they had to win.
2: It was important to be here because six points behind just in case we are lose. When one game ahead, nine points, hypothetical happen. Pff, recover nine points to Arsenal is not easy. But uh, no, we are close, especially for the fact that how we behave really well in the second half with uh, a lot of personality to do it.
0: Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta praised his team's performance but says mistakes cost them dearly. That was a huge battle, and uh, my battle that... Um... Especially till we concede the second law we had them and we had the feeling that we could beat them and uh, we give them the game at the end um with certain errors that in this at this level you cannot make. In the Champions League last sixteen it's advantage Borussia Dortmund and Benfica after last night's first leg matches. The BBC's Richard Newman reports. Borussia Dortmund have taken a 1-0 lead over Chelsea in their Champions League last-16 tie, after Karim Adeyemi's second-half winner in the first leg in Germany. Graham Potter's side had several opportunities to equalise, the best of which came when Emre Can cleared off the line from Kaladu Koulibaly's effort. In their first ever last-16 appearance, Club Bruges lost 2-0 to Portuguese side Benfica in their first leg in Belgium tiger woods says he's serious about his latest golf comeback and insists he'll be playing to win the pga tour genesis invitational which tees off today the 15-time major champion only played three events last year the last of which was the open woods suffered severe leg injuries in a car crash two years ago and you know, i would not have put myself out here if i didn't think i could beat these guys and, and win the event that's my mentality and if i wasn't ready to win at this level I you know i am very rusty but i've come off rusty situations before and i've done well in formula one the mercedes boss toto wolf says the desire to extend lewis hamilton's contract is a no-brainer the seven-time world champion's current deal expires at the end of 2023 wolf was speaking at the launch of their new car as mercedes hoped to bounce back from a campaign that saw them win just one race
2: well, we started some initial discussion. Uh, he was in the U.S. So over the winter and I was traveling as well. Uh, but as I said before, we've done it now three or four times. It's basically taking, taking the old contract, trying to adjust here and, and there a little bit um, and then, then going forward. So it's not going to be a great com- complication. We just need to find the time and sit down. But it's a no-brainer to continue.
0: In cricket, India have thrashed the West Indies by six wickets to make it two wins out of two at the Women's T20 World Cup, joining England at the top of their group. India reached their target of 119 with 11 balls to spare. Pakistan opener Muniba Ali recorded the first century of the tournament. She scored 102 to give Pakistan their first win, beating Ireland by 70 runs. And now to the weather forecast. It will be mainly fine and dry, with moderate to fresh east to northeasterly winds, occasionally strong offshore. And the outlook mainly fine again tomorrow, but still cool in the morning. Temperatures will rise over the weekend. And currently at the observatory, it's 19 degrees Celsius, with a relative humidity at 50%. Please be aware the red fire danger warning is in force. And to end the news, we'll have the top stories once again. Five people are to be prosecuted over the death of a security guard who was crushed by a car park gate last August. The ombudsman says the buildings department needs to ramp up enforcement actions against village houses in the new territories with illegal structures. And unionist lawmakers are urging the government to be more cautious about importing workers. And that's it. You've been listening to the news from RTHK.
2: The Brew with Phil Whelan on
1: Radio 3.
0: Katie Perry doing it all again. That's last Friday. And this is the brew here on Radio Three for a Thursday afternoon, twenty past one. Going to go and catch up with Chris Watts in about five and a bit or so. He was busy yesterday and today's out on a hike, and we'll catch him up a hill somewhere for a chat. And hopefully, we can make Facebook Live as well.
2: Oh, I'm such a loser. Now I am a loser and what if I'm a loser? I have to lose her.